This show is powered by BL3P, the Lightning-enabled European Bitcoin exchange. Connect the build. Edwin Bitcoin Witsand, South Africa. Philosophy is a broad and multifaceted field of inquiry concerned with fundamental questions about existence, knowledge, ethics, reality, and the nature of the universe. It seeks to understand the nature of reality, the meaning of life, and the principles that govern human thought and behavior. Does all of this come together in Bitcoin for you? Yes. Witsand is known as the whale nursery of South Africa due to the large number of southern right whales that visit the area each year to calve and nurse their young. The whale watching season typically runs from June to September, offering visitors to the chance to see the, these majestic creatures up close from the shore or on boat tours. Are you a whale watcher? Yes. Coffee is believed to have originated in the highlands of Ethiopia where legend has it has had a goat herder discovered the energizing effects of the coffee beans after noticing his goats becoming more lively after consuming them. Do you also use coffee to energize yourself? Yes. Do you enjoy a session of kite surfing to relax your mind after a hard working week? Absolutely. Yes. Biltong is a type of cured meat that originates from the Southern African cuisine, particularly South Africa, Namibia, Zimbabwe and Botswana. It is similar to beef jerky, but typically uh, uh, thicker and less sweet. Biltong can be made from various types of meat, including beef, game meats like ostrich or venison and even fish. Can we wake you up in the middle of the night for Biltong? Yes. Are there a lot of boating accidents at the Breda Rivier? Yes. The Langeberg Mountains extend for approximately 170 kilometers from east to west, running parallel to the southern coastline of South Africa. They are situated inland from the coastal towns of Mossel Bay, Swellendam and Heidelberg. The Langeberg Mountains are a popular destination for outdoor enthusiasts. Do you like to cycle there? Sometimes. Adopting Bitcoin South Africa was the best conference I ever attended. Yes. yes. Did you buy a physical good without Bitcoin last week? No. Are you Satoshi Nakamoto? No. Welcome to the Connected World Weekly Podcast. I'm Edward. And I'm Steph. We are ready to take you with us into the beautiful world of the Lightning Network. Enjoy, Enjoy the, the ride. ride. This is episode 101 of Connected World. And this show is made possible by BL3P, uh, the European Bitcoin Exchange, and bringing uh, uh, with which is a new sponsor. Um, this is the second time we're naming bringing. So thank you for helping us out uh, with our mission, uh, everybody. And if you also want to help out, then head over uh, to our YouTube account or Twitter. Follow us there. 
And if you have any questions at all, then go to our Telegram group and you can ask us anything. And you can always make a donation. Conecta el mundo. Welcome, Edwin. Welcome, Welcome to Edwin. the show, man. Yeah, nice Thank to you. have you. Good to have you. And uh, well, the light is still on. We had already in the, <laughs> yeah. in the, in the pre-talk, you told us that uh, you're going to have a power outage any minute. But the light is still on, man. So uh, maybe the South African government really likes to have you right, uh, yeah, shiny in the in the screen from uh, Connected World. Uh, what do you think, Edwin? Edwin? <laughs> yeah, they don't normally do uh, favors like this, so you must appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we paid them some Bitcoin. I mean, uh, yeah, it can be right. Uh, Suit. <laughs> <laughs> or they sponsor us with electricity, uh, Steph. Yeah, <laughs> and then we yeah, run the miners. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> hey, um, yeah, you, normally we ask people, uh, did you buy a physical good with Bitcoin last week? Yeah. But in your case, because you're living in a secular economy, we're asking, or we asked, did you buy a physical good without Bitcoin last week? And you said no. So that means that you're really living on a Bitcoin standard, right? Yeah, so we definitely try to support the businesses that support our values. Um, that's yeah, going a long way. And and but you you do your groceries at pick and pay then? I mean, uh, how, how does it go? No, the closest pick and pay is probably about two hundred kilometers. Oh no, there's one closer, maybe a hundred kilometers away from us. Um, ah, okay. So we we don't shop at pick and pay all that often, um, but but Sant itself has a lot of shops. Um, well, any anything you need, you can buy with Bitcoin. Yeah. Cool. So, and and then also basically every shop is already orange built and and wanting to receive sets. Then or there's always one or two that's that's left behind. Um, but we're working very hard to. Yeah, uh, and you you don't do your shopping there then. <laughs> <laughs> Just boycotting. It's a little bit hard because we don't have any rands left. Um, <laughs> so we we can't yeah, really yeah, yeah. there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, that, that's that's a real problem, yeah. Hey, and um, yeah, you're. I asked you, are there a lot of boating accidents happening at Bredevier? That's just a funny joke, obviously. But you you told us uh, just a couple of minutes ago that you were fishing today, right, at uh, at the Bredevier. You lost your fish. Yeah, <laughs> I we mean, lost our fish in a boating is, is, accident. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, okay, so um, maybe it's better to lose your fish than your Bitcoin, obviously. But um. Uh, is is it something you do uh, very often there, fishing on on Bray de Rivier? Or? Yeah, we it's a it's a small little fishing village. So um, everybody everybody that moves here is uh, basically either a fisherman or a kite surfer or a yeah, it's, um, well or a whale watcher, I guess. But uh, everybody yeah, that moves yeah, here yeah, loves yeah. fishing. Cool man, and is it? But it is really also uh, part of your job to fish, or. <laughs> I wouldn't call it my job, <laughs> but um, lately with it um, being so like Bitcoin centric, I think a lot of the philosophical discussions happens on the on the fishing water. So yeah, yeah can I can imagine. Ah, still water <laughs> and everybody uh, very calm. Mm. And, 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 and you yeah. have plenty of time, right? Because my brother used yeah. to fish and oh man, he had all kinds of gear with him. And I was always like, it was a very expensive hobby. And I was like, and then he was, uh, he did an all-nighter, right? So he went at, at noon and then he came back just the, the, the next day, completely exhausted. And then he came back to the house 
dragging all of his stuff it was way too heavy way too much and i was like and uh Dun, uh, did you uh catch some fish no nothing <laughs> so he was he, he spent the whole night at some creek or something you know and but i can imagine that it's it's a real lime low low time preference right you have plenty of time yeah uh, talking to yeah. each other or something contemplating uh, about yes, life yeah, I think. that could yeah. be part of the the reason why but since um moved over so quickly is maybe because we've spent so much time on the fishing waters yeah. talking about it yeah, and yeah. I also think that, uh, well, uh, that's a, a weird comparison, but uh, brushing your teeth or, or just showering or um, doing things that you don't think about, then uh, it gives you uh, room and space in your head to uh, think about uh, different things and creativity flows and uh, you get new ideas uh, or you decide something that you didn't decide for a long time. That's what happens uh, to me. Maybe it's the same if you're on, on the water. My father used to fish also, and, and he wanted to be alone. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I, I think that it's, um, yeah. It, it, well, I wanted to ask you, uh, be, because um, philosophy is uh, uh, very important for you. Um, and you said, well, uh, when I talked about meaning of life and principles that govern human thought and behavior, and it all comes together for you uh, in Bitcoin. and. Maybe you can um, explain it a little bit because th this is what you believe. And I'm curious about how you uh, came up with um, with seeing all those uh, things and the meaning of life in, in, in Bitcoin. That's a, that's a real philosopher, philosophy, uh, right? Yeah, I think that's a very by. long question. Um, we can probably write a book just about <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, but I maybe I've you're also, going to do that. Well, we'll we'll see if uh, yeah, if we're done with hyper Bitcoinizing the world, we'll have a lot of time in our hands, right? Yeah, so, um, yeah that's right. But uh, in the Vitsum context, I think the the philosophy um, has really like it's really showed me when people think about problems, they just solve the problems, and at the moment we've like we've got. 99% of our problems are solved by one thing. So the philosophy has been yeah. a great tool. Just like just focusing on philosophy actually like gets people into Bitcoin very quickly. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nice. And uh, yeah, I was also thinking because I, when I saw that the, the um, Witsand was the real nursery of South Africa, I, I had I had a small laugh <laughs> because I was like, oh, okay, so that's where all the, the Bitcoins are, right? <laughs> the whales. <laughs> the whales. I mean, uh, all the whales are living in Witsand. Uh, we hope they come visit us every, every winter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, just to get some whale watching they, and uh, they bring and a lot of sets and, and discuss Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah, no, but funny, man. But yeah, I can imagine that is. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, for you, it it must be um, well something you got used to. Hey, the, the lights are out, by the way. I I saw it, but the, but yeah, the, yeah. the lightning is Sorry, is still is still uh, is still perfect. Uh, but can you uh, yeah, can you describe? Yeah, the government is lazy. Can you can you describe <laughs> how it is to 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 go on tour for for whale watching? I mean. Yeah, is it so, something well, you can yeah, so get from used Bitsand, to? We are very lucky. We um, just standing on the beach, you can uh, almost always see about like in the peak season, you can see about fifteen pairs of whales um, that have just uh, had babies, I guess. Or um, yeah, so you can actually do it from the side. Um, but if you go fishing and you yeah you 
it's it's just the everyday thing. Yeah, but but are you are you getting used to it then? I can imagine you get just getting used to it, right? Yeah, I don't think you can ever get used to it. It makes you realize how small you really are. Um, yeah, it's yeah, almost yeah. like standing next to a Bitcoin whale with ten satoshis in your pocket. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Crazy. These are massive creatures. Um, it just makes you realize, like, we're we're actually very small and yeah. Yeah, yeah. And are you also allowed to swim with uh, with those whales, or are they protected? Or there are interesting, yeah, there are interesting rules um, around it. You're allowed to go surfing, but you can't take a camera, for instance. Um, ah, okay. And yeah, is we don't understand all the the rules, um, but you find them out as you go. So they will always warn you when you come out of the water. It's like, oh, you're not allowed to do that. But mostly, um, yeah, we can in Bitsan, we can do almost anything because it's such a small town um, yeah, yeah too much enforcement but yeah we do keep people yeah, cool. away hey, before it. we uh, we enter the 21 minutes i was just want to ask you this because uh, obviously there was the adopting adopting bitcoin south africa conference and it was the best you ever attended uh, so uh, <laughs> that's great to hear but i also saw there was a big part of the community the big part of visitors i think it was 80 in total that were we're uh, visiting uh, Witsand, right? Um, uh, yeah, how, how was that for you? Because for, for a town that, that isn't that big, uh, it must be something, right? Sure. What a yeah, what an experience. I think maybe the biggest thing from that whole, obviously, the support the Bitcoiners gave us is is immense. Um, but the biggest thing from that conference is that because it's such a small town and we're in our little bubble. Um, the after effects of all these Bitcoiners coming into town and just showing people like just actually legitimizing everything we've been doing. Um, I think that's had the, the biggest effect. Um, just just seeing that this is a worldwide thing. It's it's not just a bunch of people running around. Yeah, cool. And and maybe also yeah. for the people that are, that are just uh, orange-pilled, uh, like an eye-opener. So like, okay, so it, it, is, it isn't just a fairy tale. It really is something, right? Yeah, absolutely. Makes it tangible. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, cool, man. Okay, yeah, well, Edwin, we really want to ask you all kinds of questions about Witson, but it has to be in the, in the 21 minutes. So if you're ready, we would really love to enter that part, uh, Edwin. Are you ready? Let's try. The 21 minutes is brought to you by Bringin, the app to reliably sell and spend Bitcoin from any wallet. Well, uh, let's start with uh, inspiration story because uh, you started Bitcoin uh, with Sand uh, initiative, um, and what, maybe you can share some of the inspiration that you had um, uh, before starting it, and what your uh, was your aim to achieve with it. Um, I think, yeah, I think Bitcoin with Sand actually existed long before we we decided on a name or before we started advertising it. Um, it, there was there was never really any aim. It was just philosophy and uh, having conversations with friends, and um, the local businesses as they really started understanding Bitcoin, they actually demanded that we start getting the technology in place to um, to start accepting Bitcoin properly. Because we we always had some on chain transactions in town, and then uh, about a year year and a half ago. Um, 
I think the business is actually created Bitcoin Vitsun, but we just gave it a name and we started advertising what the businesses did by themselves. Cool. And, and Witsand is a small town. We already discussed it, but it only has around 500 residents, uh, if I'm right. Um, how did you manage to engage the local community in Witsand to participate in the, in the Bitcoin economy? Because I can imagine that not everyone has even heard about Bitcoin. Uh, so, so how did you uh, manage that? And, and what are the challenges that, that, you, uh, that you faced? Yeah, well, lucky for us, I think anybody that lives in a small town will will know how this is. But um, when you're in such a small town, everybody knows what you had for breakfast, right? If you you go to the pub for for a coffee or for a breakfast, um, you meet the people there that you're going to meet at dinner tonight. And so it it wasn't really um, approaching anybody or starting to have the conversation just through talks like or through chatting to people eventually. I think if you talk enough to people, you get to the truth. And um, the people that actually spend a lot of time together actually just got to Bitcoin as the answer. There are, as you mentioned, not everybody will will move over. There are some people that do still resist. Um, but slowly but surely, I think, uh, I mean, the town talks. So slowly but surely, we'll, we'll rope those people in as well. Yeah, what are the main um, things that they don't grasp or that yeah that um keeps them from accepting bitcoin or, or learn about yeah, bitcoin. small t- i think small town politics is much much more it's it's a lot like macro politics where people choose sides before they know the information um mm. so they are i think the people that are still holding out um actually chose a side on and now that they are seeing the other businesses flourishing and um doing so well, especially in a bull market, I guess it's more apparent. Um, and well, we also like as the Bitcoin community comes together and we support each other, the other businesses are seeing that. Um, yeah, so it, it's, I think initially it was they chose a side, they didn't actually listen to the, the information, but soon they will start listening to it, I think. Well, and uh, on the uh, we talked about it uh, just now on the btcmap.org, uh, it seems like Witsend uh, has one of the well uh, highest adoption rates in the world uh, because of the uh, relative to the residents, of course. Um, what's the current state of the initiative? How many uh, people and uh, businesses are using uh, Bitcoin and Lightning Network in a percentage? Can you maybe answer would, that? Uh, yeah, so I can tell you. Um, I think about it, it's the, the town dynamics is also very interesting because it's mm-hmm. a it's much older generation, um, a lot of retirees and stuff. So about eighty percent of the town is not economically active. Okay. Um, yeah. So of the hundred that is maybe left, um, we've I, I would think we've got about when we have Bitcoin meetups, we have about seventy people there, um, and crazy. I think about forty people really understand it then about 10 are just along for the ride and just enjoy the the drinks and stuff um so yeah so it's actually quite a massive adoption in terms of size um these there is so you'll think there's 29 locations on the map um yeah yeah, 29 there's i think there's 12 guest houses um, and some of those okay. guest houses obviously are managed by the same people. Um, mm-hmm. So then the, the 17 places that are left, 
Um, a lot of those are also not uh, operating, not 24-7, but they're not operating every day. Some of them you have to actually phone. So when you come into town and you have the tourist, you have the tourist um, experience, it will look like you, it look to you like there's only like maybe five shops that are available. But when you get into the guts of the town and you start like talking to people, you will realize that the peer-to-peer trading, um, it's, it's a lot more vibrant than might appear on the, the surface. Yeah, and that's why I think uh, those initiatives like btcmap.org are so helpful and important for, for us Bitcoiners, but also for people who just want to, yeah, uh, get to know every project there, right? I mean, uh, is it also something that you, um, uh, yeah, strive to, to, to the people that, that are uh, active in the community to maybe keep it up to date and all and communicating through those platforms? Yes, yeah, so it's still small enough um, that that we can manage it ourselves. Um, I think a lot of people in town don't even know that they are on a map and they don't really <laughs> care because they just use Bitcoin and it works. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, we will, as we start expanding now, we will make start making it a little bit more visible. And as businesses, um, I think there's a lot of businesses that are going to onboard very soon that aren't going to understand the fundamentals as well as the people from Bitsun. And I think also BMAP is a great advertising tool, telling somebody like, oh, we've we've got a way for people to find you as a business that want to support you because of your, like because of the way you are, yeah, you're enabling yeah, them yeah. to spend their yeah. money. And, and in what ways has the Bitcoin economy impacted the daily lives and economic uh, stability of Witsense residents? I mean, uh, putting aside the, the, the gains you already talked about, but <laughs> also in other ways, I, I hope. <laughs> yeah, I think it's more of a, a cultural, I, I would say like there's a cultural phenomenon where people are actually feeling more comfortable with their savings um, in the RAND I'm, I'm sure you don't have it as much in the euro, but in the rand, it's more of a like we're always worried about the future. Um, and with Bitcoin, we're not necessarily seeing a massive improvement yet. Um, we're seeing obviously the community coming together, people that never used to talk to each other because they were business, um, they were competing businesses, are now working together to actually get more tourism into town and to to start working together on fixing local problems. Um, so it's, I think the benefit at the moment, what we're seeing is more of a cultural one than an actual money one, just people. Yeah. 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 And, um, well, given the economic and infrastructural, um, challenges in South Africa, are there also, um, some major obstacles or opportunities for Bitcoin adoption standing in a way still, uh, maybe, um, access to electricity or, or internet? Yeah, the, the obstacles. So we've had a few shops that um, when the power goes out and goes on again, they're in the internet yeah. and um, we've, we fixed most of the power problems because you can just put a UPS on, but um, you can't really help a, a cell phone company um, buy b- batteries for all their towers to keep the, the cell phone signal on and stuff like that. So. Um, we've been having some struggles with that. Um, we've been looking at actually, at, well, I don't know if mesh networks or something like that could actually help us um, set up more robust local systems and uh, um, maybe some Starlink. That would be very interesting. And then, um, yeah. yeah, I guess that's opportunities as well. Yeah. 
Yeah, we need to uh, uh, ping uh, Elon Musk uh, for yeah, and, yeah. And, and donate <laughs> some stuff to. Well, uh, it is really interesting, it. right? If it works, then uh, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think we've got some. I don't know if it's legal to sell Starlink in South Africa yet, but there was some political stuff that <laughs> we couldn't actually buy it in South Africa. Yeah. Ah, okay. Uh, well, okay. It, it will come, right? I mean, in the, in the, in the near future. <laughs> yeah. And can you discuss the importance of educational initiatives in regard to increasing uh, the adoption, especially in regions with uh, high skepticism uh, towards Bitcoin? We already talked a little bit about it, but what's the importance then for educational initiatives? Yeah, so for us specifically in Witsand, I think education was a little bit easier because we actually spoke to the business owners. And um, we have of late actually started communicating with the business owners in order like, to find out what they need to empower their employees. And we actually see that the business owners, like obviously are the best people to, to educate um, the, the people, that their employees or the people that work for them. But the education is key. Um, I, and I, I don't really know how this plays out, but it, it seems to me like there's always going to be a little bit of trust, especially in communities like South Africa. Um, yeah, unfortunately, we don't have all the resources to get everybody to a place where they can self-custody. Um, but we are obviously going to try and get the education as far as possible. Yeah. Yeah, it is key. And um, can you maybe share a, a Bitcoin success story that uh, made a huge impact on, on you personally from your experience in Witsand? Wow, yeah. So the only thing I can... <laughs> I, I think the adopting Bitcoin thing was maybe... Um, there was a shift. There, there was really of a course. shift in the, the whole town. Um, and that's maybe not a success story in terms of getting rich or um, or actually a business that's thriving or but it's definitely a success story and i think just that one day of all of those bitcoiners being here and talking to the locals has probably done more for local bitcoin adoption than all of the other work put together um yeah so i, I think that was for me i can imagine mm. yeah yeah. yeah, but if you're working so hard and so long on a project, uh, and then yeah, it, I can imagine that it feels like it all comes together on that 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 day, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> nice. Hey, and are you also running a lightning node for Bitcoin Bitsend, or are there people that are running lightning nodes, or how do you guys um, yeah manage it? There are there are a couple of lightning nodes in town. Um, we yeah, you said earlier on BTC Map we're the highest per capita. Um, of merchant adoptions, we're probably the highest per capita of Lightning nodes as well. <laughs> but oh, <cool>. um, <laughs> all, of the, all of the Lightning <laughs> nodes that uh, are run for shops are unfortunately in the cloud because you need them to be reliable. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, there yeah, are yeah, some yeah. And what, what service do you need then? Is it Synonym or? Uh, yeah, we use Voltage. Yeah. Is that yeah. what you? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yes. yeah. Voltage. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, and that needs, of course, also uh, some explanation to to merchants to uh, to understand how it uh, can uh, can work. Yeah, yeah, there's been a um, so we've, we're actually using um, for some of the merchants. Um, there's a new Bolt extension on Allen Bits, and um, mm -hmm. or not a new one, but uh, they've actually enabled liquid withdrawals, um, which has made it possible for us to limit the um, the risk that a shop takes with 
with any Uncle Jim bank or Uncle Jim Lightning node, which um, yeah. is helping us quite a bit because shop can, shops can now decide what amount of money they want to risk for the service that they are receiving and just do automatic withdrawals. And um, it's really changing the, the landscape in terms of like how many people actually do run, to, run Lightning nodes. That's a nice example how uh, technology uh, advances and, and uh, can give um, adoption a boost, um, mm. taking out uh, the risk that they uh, might uh, might be having. So yeah, great. Yeah. And well, there are a lot of notable Bitcoin initiatives in Africa. Uh, we talked about uh, Bitcoin Ekazi already. Uh, you have Bitcoin uh, Cowries, uh, for example. How do they compare to Witsend in terms of strategy and impact? Is it, um, are you planning to to make it bigger or are you just uh, telling the story um, in uh, in other countries or? Yeah, um, so we're definitely planning on expanding. We're, well, we're, we're spending a few weeks to try and figure out what actually worked because um, it's much harder um, when you are going through this process and afterwards you look look at what everything that you did. It's so much harder to actually figure out what did the trick. Um, you have periods of like just stagnation and then all of a sudden there's just like this massive wave of adoption, but you don't know actually what occurred on that adoption. What did you do right and what did you do wrong? So we are spending some time actually figuring out what we did right. And then we are definitely gonna try and replicate the model that we've got in Bitsant in other um, neighboring towns. I think what Bitsant right. did uniquely was we actually focused on businesses and the education for business owners, um, which is a, it's an easier task. I think the Bitcoin Ikazi and Bitcoin Cowries are doing, you know, they're doing God's work. That's, um, I've, I've spent a few days in Bitcoin Ikazi and I have so much respect for them. Um, they also, one of the big reasons I think Bitsant is where they are today, just uh, the inspiration from those guys are, like yeah, a, have yeah. played a massive role, but um, yeah. So we've we've got quite a bit different strategy here, um, and obviously a different demographic completely. So it's very hard to compare the the two places. And is is it easier um, uh, to your understanding to um, um, to Witsand because uh, you're orange pinning um, a people that sell stuff. So, so they're, they're running a business. So they're, yeah, maybe more into economics or more into, uh, dealing with, with, with money and, and having a profit and, and all that kind of, um, uh, stuff instead of orange pilling children, like the, the, the surfing kids in, uh, in Bitcoin Akashi. Is that what you mean by, by that? It's yeah, maybe the, easier the, for you. The demographics in Batsant is, um, lower middle class to upper middle class as well. So okay. there's a, um, there's a little bit of a difference in terms of, of, of that economic and then, wealth. And yes. So it's much more opportunity. And I, I, like most of the businesses here actually have an hour or two to go fishing and to talk about things that are not immediate needs or wants, or well needs. Um, so it, it changes, it changes the approach quite a bit. Yeah. 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 So Bitcoin Akash is obviously in a township where people just are surviving day by day, um, uh, so they're yeah. It's it's more difficult to to orange pill those uh, people. I can yeah, imagine. and I mean yeah. we we are so there's so few people that you can actually spend a lot of time with each individual and then make sure that if that information gets 
relayed to somebody else, you can actually go and make sure that that information was correct in a roundabout way, where I think in bigger towns or, yeah, it's a little bit harder to control the secondary flow of the, not control, yeah. but to, yeah. Can imagine. And what lessons have you learned from building a circular Bitcoin economy in a small community that could be applied elsewhere? Because we have a lot of people listening to this and maybe also want to start up uh, uh, a Bitcoin economy and uh, yeah, hopefully a circular economy. But what what are, are yeah the biggest lessons you've learned? Yeah, well, fail fast because um, uh, <laughs> every every business needs its own approach. Um, just make as many mistakes as quickly as possible. Um, you are you are definitely going to spend quite a bit of money doing this, and you're going to spend a lot of time. Um, education is not cheap, um, and it takes time. Like uh, you really need to, and well, individuals can make differences. Eh? We we're always waiting for somebody else to do this. Um, sometimes you just need to jump in and do it. Um, yeah, and yeah. then supporting businesses. Um, find people that actually like that have this have similar values to you and once they understand that like just support their business meet them where they're at don't try to um, don't try to move them over to Bitcoin move Bitcoin over to them yeah, yeah great yeah, yeah it's easier for for them and um, if we look at South Africa now um, how important is it to have uh, more Bitcoin tourism do you think that 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 will help uh, for the adoption uh, there and uh, is it important for Africa to um, yeah to to have all those people uh, come over there to to see what what happens there absolutely so South Africans and well I, I don't know if it's like, like that everywhere but South Africans are suckers for um, accents the moment they hear a foreign accent, <laughs> like they think this guy knows what he's talking about. So if we could just get a wave of tourists that just go to every shop and go like, hey, you want to accept Bitcoin, that would solve most of our problems. Like the, the shops will just <laughs> start accepting it. <laughs> um, and obviously <laughs> money talks. So the moment you, you're spending your Bitcoin yeah, in yeah. town, um, people will definitely be listening. Yeah, and can, can you also discuss the role of Bitcoin and the Lightning Network in facil facilitating cross-border transactions within Africa? Or, or is it something that you uh, are using, or or people uh, in your in your neighborhood are using? Or yeah, we don't we don't see it all that often. Like I say, we're in a little bubble. Um, we we do have some um, some people that do come and visit regularly that maybe are in America and that are starting, but they're only starting now to actually buy Bitcoin there and move, in, move it and come and spend it in South Africa. Um, it gives them a little bit of a benefit because they get like a one or 2% extra depending on the, the arbitrage opportunity between the countries. Yeah. Um, but I, I do think that the, the remittances and moving between African countries will get a lot more once we've got the circular economies up. The moment you can yeah, spend yeah. or earn it in both places, it will just happen by itself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, what is your opinion about how Bitcoin uh, contributes to financial inclusion in African countries with a significant unbanked population? Is Bitcoin the only solution? Well, yeah, there's no other solution. Um, but I think Bitcoin Ikazi is probably, that's the best, ex well, 
best project to explain that. Um, they are showing us that it's definitely the way to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a beautiful story there. We uh, we would it really is. love to interview um, uh, Herman in, in the near future. Hey, what are your future plans, uh, Edwin? Do you have something yeah. on on the on the on the on the roadmap for the coming months to to weeks or weeks to months? Uh, what, what are your your plans? The the next year is um, we're going to build a buffer around Vatsant. We're going to make sure that if uh, if South Africa if the South African economy goes a little bit backwards, that the towns around us are going to have enough information about Bitcoin that Vatsant is very insulated from all the the fallout. Yeah, so uh, like a, a kind of a lifeline uh, for them to to survive if things uh, is shit at is the fan. It's yeah, it's about self-preservation. We're making sure that the people around us can actually help us when uh, when the government starts being naughty. <laughs> cool, <laughs> nice, nice, indeed, important. Well, um, yeah, we will follow you, of course, and um, yeah, in some other uh, time moment. Uh, we would love to have you back on the show. So thanks again for these answers. Connect or we have one question left uh, for you, uh, Edwin, Indeed. Uh, which you may choose yourself. So you may choose uh, from uh, Michael Fisher. He's from Opago. Uh, Olga Yukolova. She's from RGB or Second Light, and he's from CypherChat and BTCMap.org. Okay, let's go with number three. Yeah, Second Light. Right. Here it comes. Hi, this is Second Light, uh, working on CypherChat and BTC Map. My question is, fast forward five to 10 years from now, is Lightning still the number one layer two Bitcoin scaling solution or has something else come out and successfully overtaken Lightning? Oh, well, that's a, that's a tough one. No, I think uh, Lightning as a protocol <laughs> wins for payments by far. Um, I think everything will be either interoperable with Lightning or it won't work. Um, the adoption, the first mover advantage is way too big. So no, I think 10 years from now, we'll be using Lightning on a day-to-day -day basis and other layers to do other stuff. Cool. I can't wait. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. To, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't use it every day, but um, well, I do. I try my best to, to use it as, as much as I as I can, so I uh, can't wait to uh, fast forward 10 years from now. Is it? it is so, I, well, I don't know if anybody has ever told you this, but money is so boring. <laughs> yeah, 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 it is, it is. Uh, using money is so boring and uh, it's just become a day-to-day -day thing. So yeah, don't look forward to it too much. Yeah, excitement okay. when using uh, <laughs> lightning. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Thanks, yeah. man. Hey, thanks for the talk, Edwin. We really yeah, loved thanks it. Again. And um, yeah, really uh, love the project. And hopefully, hopefully, I will uh, yeah, be able to uh, to visit it uh, someday. Uh, when maybe my kids need to grow a little bit older and then uh, we will go on a family With the whole trip. family. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That would be nice, man. <laughs> it's very family hey, friendly. It's cool. Where, where, where can people follow you, uh, Edwin? Um, we're just on Twitter, but when but some. That's the, that's about it. That's the handle. Cool. Bitcoin with sand. So yeah, for everybody to is, uh, who is interested or uh, wants to uh, stop by, because that's also possible, of course, if you're in the neighborhood, uh, great to uh, uh, make a visit there. 
Yeah, and um, well, thanks, Edwin. Thanks uh, to everybody else for listening. And thanks to all members participating in the Satoshi Radio Rings of Fire. And of course, thanks everybody uh, to help to connect, uh, to connect the world with us together. And if you like our content, then please support us in our mission. Visit our website, connecttheworld.live, where you can also donate uh, and subscribe, like, and share our favorite, uh, our content on your favorite platform. We need you to complete our mission, Connect the World. So keep those nodes running, sets flowing, and drinks burning. And see you all next week on the same lighting channel. Au revoir, uh, Edwin. Tot ziens, Edwin. <laughs> Bye-bye. Tot ziens. <laughs>